Whenever I tell someone that I dive, the first thing they always say is, oh, all I know about diving is that you want to have the smallest splash. Yes, that's definitely true, but divers don't think on the board. Like, oh, how can I make my splash the smallest right now? It's not really what goes through our head. Or something else people always ask me is, oh, isn't diving so scary? Like, you're so high in the air. Um, it definitely can be scary, but you work up to what you're doing. And it's not every day that you're throwing a new really hard dive. I know. People are always like, can you do a flip? Like, that's the first thing that you learn <laughs> when you start diving. And everyone's like, oh, aren't you scared to belly flop or smack? Yeah, and like, doesn't it hurt? Yeah, but you just get used to it almost. And it's still scary, but they happen all the time. So you learn. If I had to describe diving to anyone, I think the first thing that I would start with is how meat works. So the divers are part of the swim team, but we have our own events at the meets. In high school, you may find swimmers that do both to help up their team, but at higher, more serious levels like in college, swimmers and divers usually stick to their one sport. The common misconception that all divers are swimmers and all swimmers are divers, but that is usually pretty far from the truth because I tried swimming once and could barely do a lap, but diving was fun. So with the divers being on the swim team, a dive meet typically goes on with the swim meet. It's just one of the events. So at our meets, we have six dives. Depending on the meet, you either do six or 11 dives, and there's always three or five judges. Um, so after each dive, each judge throws up a score and if there's five judges they drop the highest and lowest scores of the five um so you're just left with three and then you add the three scores together and you multiply it by the degree of difficulty of the dive um degree of difficulty or dd as we call it is really just how hard the dive is so if a person gets a seven on a one and a half which is worth 1.6 that's the dd and then someone they're going against gets the same score. They get a 7 also, but they're doing a double that has a DD of 2.2. The person with the double will get the higher score because they're the ones doing the harder dive, even though they got the same score flashed, a 7. So when divers are talking about their dives they're doing, a lot of the time they go by their official names. So they'll say like 103B. And if you don't know diving, you have probably absolutely no idea what that means. Um, so basically there's five types of dives. One is forward, two is backward, three is reverse, four is inward, and then five is twist. So the first number in each dive is what flip you're doing, what direction you're flipping. Um, and then each flip you do counts as one. So if you're doing a forward one and a half flip, it's a 103. And then if you're doing like an inward double flip, it would be a 104. Um, so when you land on your head, like you're doing a dive, the last number is an odd number. And when you land on your feet, like you do a full flip, um, you end with an even number, like two or four. Um, when twisting, you first say the number five, then which direction you're twisting. So if you're going backwards, it'd be five, two, then the number of flips you do. So if you're doing one and a half flips, you would do five, two, three. And then if you add a half twist to that, it'd be a five, two, three, one. Um, and then each position has its own letter so five two three one d would mean you're doing a back one and a half half twist in free position um and the rest of the letters are a is straight b is pike c is tuck and d is free 
So if you're doing like a forward double in a tuck position, it'd be 104C. And then also a typical dive meet has six dives. And then at a big meet, you do 11 dives. Um, and then you add each of the scores up to get the final score. And if anyone is wondering what a good score is, a 160 is what you'd need to get at a meet to make it to states. Another thing people may wonder is how to get the best score. So in diving, height is a huge component on scoring high and same with distance from the board. So you don't want to launch yourself all the way off the board and be eight feet out in front. You want to stay around three feet and be right in front of the judges. And you need good form, like straight legs and pointed toes, kind of like gymnastics. And um, at the end of your dive, you want to kick out like when you're going to land on your feet. So opening up before you enter the water. And um, depending on which kind of dive you're doing, your hands or your feet have to be the first thing to hit the water. And you can also fail a dive. So a failed dive would be like doing the wrong dive or doing an incomplete or over twisting or doing a flip that isn't complete or your hands or your feet do not hit the water first. And another thing that can lower your score is balking. And that's when you stop, you walk down the board and then stop and have to walk back and restart your hurdle. And so that subtracts two points from your score. Failing a dive is actually pretty common. I know me and all my dive friends have done it before. My first meet ever, I failed a dive when I fell off the board on accident. Um, I've also failed a dive by doing the wrong dive that I had written down that I said I was going to do. I did a flip instead of a dive on accident. Um, I know Kelly one time failed to dive for over-twisting. Um, one of my friends one time failed to dive because she smacked so hard that her back hit the water before her hands did. Um, so it's pretty common. They just The judges say, fail dive, and you just get a zero for that one. It's not the biggest deal in the world. So back to the first thing that people always assume about diving and wanting to have a small splash. Um, so the key to having a small splash is the rip. So a rip is basically when you're going into the water with your hands first, you lock your hands in a way that, that you hit the water with your palms first instead of having your arms open. Um, and then as soon as your hands hit the water, you bring your arms out to the side, kind of creating an air pocket for your body. Um, so then once you get underwater, you want to do a somersault. Like you try to add another flip onto the one you just did to disperse the air bubbles so the bubbles don't surface. And that's how you make your splash look smaller. So if the bubbles do sur do surface and you don't rip the dive, your splash will look bigger. And then if you're landing on your feet, um, you want to just keep your legs up straight and point your toes because if you're going in flat foot, the splash will be bigger. So that's what goes on in a diver's head when they're thinking about a small splash, just kind of hitting the water the right way. One of my favorite parts about dive or the thing that I think is most fun and unique are the little towels that we carry around and the swimmers are always asking us what we use them for and how they work. So we carry around these little aqua towel kind of things that are called chamois. And when you're diving, you don't want to be dripping wet from pool water. So you use chamois to wipe yourself off and then you can just wring the chamois right out and it'll be dry again. They're made of a special material so they can get wet 
and then you can wring them out and they will dry super fast so they're ready to use again. The last thing we want to talk about is how our East Catholic virtual dive season went this year. So our team, unfortunately, had to practice separate from the swimmers because they practiced at a different facility that did not have a diving board and the pool was not deep enough to dive there. So we would practice at night um, at Star Hill in Tolland, and our swimmers would practice after school in Ellington. So we didn't really get to see them during practice, which was kind of sad. But overall, our team did well. It was weird diving at night with no crowd or swim team there. But wearing our team suits and having officials or judges there made it feel more normal. Mal was the only one who had been on the team or the dive team previous to this year because there was... Me, who had just started, and then Mal's sister, who's a freshman, and another sophomore who had just started this year. So Mal was really carrying us, <laughs> and um, she was the only one with any experience. So normally three divers can dive from each team, but since we were virtual, everyone was allowed to dive, but one person's scores wouldn't count towards the team score. So we have here with us two of our best friends from Dive, Chase and Andrew, and we're going to ask them a couple of questions about diving and their dive experience. Okay, what is your name? Um, I am Chase Mercer. How old are you? Um, I'm 16 right now. And how long have you been diving for? Three years. <laughs> what is your favorite dive memory, Chase? Um, my favorite dive memory is when Russ would, um, get me Duncan if I would go for, like, hard dives without his, like, call. Oh, yeah, that's the best when he does that. Or, like, he, like, bribes you. <laughs> like, it's too good. <laughs> um, and what's your favorite dive to do? Um, so, like, I had a hard time choosing this one, but probably my back one half, just because, like, the thrill. And it's, like, it gives my adrenaline going. Are backs your favorite category? Uh... I could say, but I struggle with them. Um, and what's your favorite part about diving? Um, my favorite part about diving is definitely, like, the, like, scary part about it. Like, it's, like, it's so, like, risky and, like, it's just so thrilling. I know. Such a good feeling when you throw something hard. Yeah. Um, and what would you tell a diver that is just starting? Like, what would your best advice be? Um, I would say to, like, a new diver that, like, like, give it, like, your all, and, like, don't hold back, but, like, find the fun in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you have a funniest dive story? I don't really. There's way too many to choose from, but when Andrew and Kelly had their toe water face, it was way too good. <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> and what is the worst you've ever smacked? My worst smack is when I was doing back one half, and I opened up way too early and smacked the water like in a complete straight position on my back oh so bad telling me about that uh thanks chase of course (laughs) what is your name andrew bell how old are you 16 and how long have you been diving i've been diving for six years andrew what is your favorite dive memory uh i think my favorite dive memory was when i broke 300 at one of my meets yeah that was insane um, what's your favorite dive to do? Uh, inward one and a half. So clean. 
Um, what's your favorite part about diving? Favorite part about diving? Yeah, all the friends I got to meet. Oh, <laughs> that's mine too. Um, what would be the best advice you could give to someone who's just starting to dive? Um, don't give up, even if it gets hard. It's it'll be easier <laughs> the more you dive. <laughs> Definitely. Um, what's your funniest dive story? Uh, there's a lot, but. Uh, when Will and Brady hide our shame, we got <laughs> That's pretty fun. Oh my gosh. Um, and what is the worst smack you've ever had? Worst smack? Seventh grade, I somehow hit the water in the wrong way that my eye got black and blue for a week. No way. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Andrew. So those are pretty much all the basics of diving, what it is and what there is to know about it. Um, hope you learned something new. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>